Looking at the calendar before I meal plan helps me know what kind of meals to plan. And that's how collating the calendars actually makes weeknight cooking easier because I'm not overcooking if I know what's on the calendar. So it's not just what kind of meals you're going to have energy to cook. It's also how many people are you cooking for, which goes back to the food waste and the grocery planning. Welcome to Didn't I Just Feed You, a podcast about feeding kids. Hey, I'm Stacy, And I'm Megan. This week, we're going to talk through our weekend habits that make weeknight cooking easier, some of which I really need to get back into <laughs> as my kids are back in school now. <laughs> Um, but before we get into that, we want to invite you to our Didn't I Just Feed You listeners community. There is a totally free message board that anyone can join with just an email that includes meal planning support, recipe suggestions, product suggestions, and direct access to us. And hey, you guys, if you're able to support Didn't I Just Feed You, that would be awesome. <laughs> this summer, we changed up our community membership options to offer more choices at affordable prices. We'd love to have you all as supporting members if you're able. We've got some new benefits too, including access to Didn't I Just Feed You recipes and those bonus episodes. So to learn more, go to didn'tijustfeedyou.com backslash community. And you know what? If it's not the right time for that, that's okay too. We just want you to know there are options. There are options. Yeah. Rating, review, follow us on Instagram. There's other ways to support us that are not financial. Okay. So I have like a funny theory. Okay. I don't know. It's not really. I'm making it sound like it's no, like it's really a funny deep. theory. Do it. That like my list of my like five things I do every week to make weeknight cooking easier are like very practical. Okay. And that yours are going to actually be like smart cooking and deliciousness. <laughs> like you're going to have delicious ideas. Because I think something for you is that like what makes weeknight cooking easier is actually what makes it more joyful or like less stressful, which is why I say that. It's true. And I also want, not every single night, but like, I want it to taste good to me. Yeah. Like I really don't want to, not that everybody doesn't want that, who doesn't want that, but I've never been quite as good at just being like, ah, this just, this dinner is what it is. Or the kids just want this. Like, I'm just going to make it and who cares what I eat? Like, I'm very invested. Mike makes fun of me because also when I ask for bites of things, like I watch him compose the bite or I want to compose it myself. I'm like, I want it always to be. I want the perfect bite. I want a little bit of everything. I always want what I eat to be what I want to (laughs) eat. And I'm in a season uh, where I am very comfortable with it being a mediocre dinner if everyone gets fed. Yeah. Our kids are also different ages. And I think that speaks to it too. So I think this is really good because I think that we'll have two separate lists. And I think that together, hopefully, anyone who's listening, no matter what season of parenting they're in or how they approach cooking or what weeknight dinners mean to them whether they're just trying to quickly solve a problem or they just want to like, you know, after a long day of either being with the kids or working out of the house or both, that they have something delicious and that they can feel good about. Yeah. Okay. I kind of want you to go first. Okay. Well, I, I'm going to start with the obvious one that I'm assuming is on your list too. And is like, let's get the annoying suggestion out of the way. 
because it's an annoying suggestion. We know it, but meal plan. Okay. See, not the first thing that I do, but it is on my list. Okay. So I'm starting with meal plan because if I don't do any of this other stuff, I typically meal plan and, and, you know, I have been in seasons of moving out of meal planning into meal prepping. Yeah. So we still are on summer break, so it's different. But during the school year, I do find just making a note of like approximately what I want to cook, like Monday through Friday, Saturday, um, is really helpful to me. And I'm back on the bullshit with the meal planning because groceries are insane. So expensive. And meal planning is like the primary way that I don't waste and that I like know that I'm buying what I need and what I'm going to use. And I get it. Like people who meal plan, even if they slip, they hear the suggestion, they hear someone talking about how effective it is and they like, oh yeah. And they're inspired and they can jump back into it. And people who have really struggled with meal planning are like, oh, that suggestion again. It just, the way that people talk about meal planning feels very one size fits all. Yeah. And I've been thinking a lot about neurodiversity too. Interesting. Okay. Say more. Well, I think that as my husband has become more comfortable, he was diagnosed with ADHD as an adult, but there's a lot of conversation around neurodiversity and like how different brains work. And, you know, Mike will come across something and get really like emotional and be like, all this time, I just thought like all these years that I was screwing up. Or that I was dropping the ball or that I was an unreliable person or that I was lazy. Even though like I built a company, I work so hard. Like now he has a framework for understanding how his brain works. And I'm very, what has traditionally been called neurally typical. I don't know why I can't get my terms straight. Yeah, But like something like meal planning is really easy for me. And I'm like, oh, the way people talk about it works for certain kinds of brains. It doesn't work for everybody's brain. Yes. And I want to add to that, that it, it we joke about like, oh, we're, we're both individually like a little bit of control freaks, yeah. but there probably is some part of like an anxious thing and like need for control that is ne- neurodiverse for both of us. Yeah. And that's why we feel like meal planning makes sense yes. for us. Right. And so like, I'm also you, what's your phrase? Plan the work, work the plan. Yes. Like I'm a work the plan kind of person if it's there because it helps ease my stress. So even if I look at Wednesday and I'm like, I don't really feel like eating this, I'll just cook it anyway because everything is food I like to eat. You know what I mean? And for some people, that's really a bummer. You look at Wednesday and you're like, I don't want chicken cutlets tonight. And like, that's very real for them. So meal plan. With the little caveat that we recognize this doesn't work for everyone. And I do want to say, I don't want to overpromise. Sometimes we overpromise. But you and I have talked a lot about as soon as we have time and space, we have a lot of ideas about how to help people, how to create a very flexible system around meal planning Yeah, that we hope to publish sooner rather than later. But who knows about the sooner Sooner rather than later (laughs) part. Let's assume later. Let's assume later. That's probably a fair (laughs) assumption. But like thinking about a framework for meal planning that allows all different people who think in all different kinds of way to meal plan, because it really is an essential tool 
that eases my stress. So I usually meal plan on Sunday, Saturday or Sunday. Okay. So that I can do my grocery shopping either for Sunday or Monday and then have the week. Is are you counting grocery shopping as one of your five no things? Okay. So I'll say meal plan Just grocery shop. I don't like to. I'm not one of those people who grocery shops. I need my grocery shopping to happen on Sunday or Monday. Okay. I don't like going multiple times during the week. Okay. So that's my deal. Like I like meal planning and shopping and getting that out of the way on the weekend. Herbs. This is going to fall into your <laughs> your theory. Called you it. You did call it. And it doesn't have to be herbs for you guys. Like it could be frying shallots. <laughs> It sounds like a super impractical suggestion, but for me, fresh herbs make things more delicious, but cleaning herbs and like dealing with them in the rush of weeknight cooking can be annoying. And then sometimes I'll skip it and then I'm always really bummed. So taking a bunch of herbs, basil, cilantro, parsley. I love chives. Lately, I'm on a tarragon kick. And like washing them, drying them, and then having them ready to just chop during the week is big for me. Okay. Can I take us on like the yes. tiniest little side quest? Okay. Our listener, Lou, mm-hmm. he is at Feeding C on Instagram. Uh, so I follow him. I think didn't I just feed you follows him. He cooks live a couple times a week on Twitch. Mm-hmm. So I like downloaded Twitch and have been watching him cook. He's Eat at Dad's on Twitch. On Twitch. He has, and I think this is kind of genius, what he calls like an herb box, mm-hmm. which is basically like a, that classic Ikea square Tupperware where all of his herbs are like wrapped in moist paper yep. towels to like keep them yep. fresh. And the the herb box and the like cleaned, ready to go herbs, that's something I aspire to. That's it. That's the whole it's... side quest. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I, it really makes me happy. That's all I'll say about it. It just, and so like, it's a food joy thing. I bet a lot of our yes. tips fall into different categories. One being efficiency, one being time saving, one being food joy. It's a food yeah. joy one. Another one of my, I have about, I don't know, five or six is making at least one dressing or condiment or sauce that can work in multiple ways during the week. Okay. So even if it's as simple as mixing up, because it depends how much time I don't, I'm not in a season currently where I feel like I want to spend a lot of time meal prepping. So store-bought mayo, store-bought pesto and mixing it up because sometimes even just seeing, I'm like, oh, pesto mayo. I already have two meal ideas right off the top of my head. Yeah. Like we're going to have a great sandwich night and I'm going to make a tortellini salad. I just made that up right now. But like having that pesto mayo sparked that for me and then I'll prep it on Sunday and now making those two things is a little bit easier during the week. I think we should, I should pause here and say both of those things, like the herbs, making a dressing, they're maybe 10 minutes each. Totally. And if I don't make like a condiment or a sauce, people should go back and listen to our sauce episodes. It's one of my favorite. I was going to shout it out too. It's really good. Yeah. Just making my vinaigrette for the week. Cause then I will eat more salad if it's made. Cause the worst is like you have all the greens and then you're like, oh, I want dressing. Mm." You know what I mean? Especially at this beginning part of the school year. Yeah. Like September, October, when you're like September, the kids are going back to school or August for you. Everything's going to be so much better. I'm going to have so much time. And we forget that the transition for the kids, the transition for us, the emotionality of it all, like that takes up four weeks. Next thing you know, you're almost at Thanksgiving. Sorry. Also, then I didn't mean to be negative, but like I'm going to over, I will tell you right now, like the first week of my kids being back to school, 
so overscheduled because I'm like, I have all this time. Yep. I'm going to get all these things done. No, totally. No. Terrible idea. Don't do it. Okay. Sir. No, we're okay. at four for me. Wait, meal plan, herbs, sauce, yeah. or dressing. That's three. Okay. So four. I don't do it every single weekend, but especially in my busy seasons, pick up a rotisserie chicken. Okay. There's just so, so much you can do with it. I mean, we have both written the story. I think I even have one on my site still a million times over about like 25 dinners you can make with a rotisserie chicken. With one chicken. Everyone everyone is getting a single bite of chicken. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what I mean? Like how many dinners can you throw together with a rotisserie chicken? Not how many dinners from one chicken, but you know what I mean? Like these are dinner at least one dinner for your your family and then you have like the carcass left over that you can turn into broth which then like can either lead into the next meal or just go but even if not chicken salad for school lunches or just sliced chicken like oliver used to like if i just put like mustard and sliced chicken you know or ketchup barbecue sauce you can make a couple of lunches out of it too so just picking up a rotisserie chicken, I think, is really great. Okay, this is an annoying one too, like meal plan. I'm sorry, guys, if I'm annoying you this week. Oh, all of my all of mine are annoying. They are okay. So let's move on. Clean your kitchen. Okay. I, for me, because I'm such a neurotic clean freak about my kitchen, it for me it's really about the one thing I do every weekend is cleaning out my fridge. So it's the meal plan, the grocery shop. And then when I unload my groceries, I do not just jam my groceries in unloading my groceries. I'm like, everyone get out of my way. I pull out the old stuff. I wipe down the counters. If it needs the shelves, if it needs it. And then I put, you know, I kind of organize and it doesn't always take as long as you think it's going to take. If you're doing it weekly, cause it's in a week, it's not getting like crazy. It's not like I'm doing a deep clean. But having an organized fridge and a like kitchen that when I walk into doesn't make me feel insane goes such a long way for weeknight meals to, you know, for cooking weeknight meals to not feel super stressful. Stacy, it's getting warmer and the weather has me so ready for a wardrobe update, but I want it to be for the long haul without spending a fortune. Quince is your place. It's not easy to get quality pieces that you can count on to last without investing a ton of money. But at Quince, I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. I love the pieces I bought from Quince last year, too. I wear my linen pants nonstop. I'm so impressed with what I get for the price, which is 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes which means it's time to snag their 100% washable silk skirts and camis that I've been eyeing. And don't forget, Quince has the chicest accessories for great prices. Get warm weather ready with us and Quince. Go to quince.com slash D-I-J-F-Y for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash D-I-J-F-Y, short for Didn't I Just Feed You. This episode of Didn't I Just Feed You is sponsored by By Heart. 
Longtime listeners know that Stacy and I both struggled with infant feeding stages with all our kids. Breastfeeding was hard, and choosing a formula was, well, also hard. We're thrilled to be working with Byheart, an infant nutrition company on a mission to make the best formula in the world. Not only is Byheart an easy-to-digest formula, their formula is also clinically proven for easier digestion, less spit-up, and softer poops versus leading infant formula. By Heart has their own patented protein blend that includes prebiotics and an 80-20 whey-to-casein ratio, just like an early breast milk, which is tailor-made for a newborn's digestive system. Curious about By Heart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com slash podcast with code D-I-J-F-Y for a limited time. That's byheart.com slash podcast and code D-I-J-F-Y, short for Didn't I Just Feed You. Additional terms and conditions apply. Okay, I think that's a really good segue because one thing that's on my list that's on your, like a similar, besides meal planning, we both share those, is this, I don't call it cleaning out the, like I'm not, it's not cleaning the kitchen on my list, but before I start meal planning, before I do my other things, one of the very first things I do is go into the fridge. I We have a reel about this. I move all of the produce that hasn't been eaten yet from one, like the two separate drawers and put like all of last week's or, the, you know, whatever, the older produce in one of my produce mm-hmm. drawers. And then I just like clean out leftovers. I like to use the super cubes to like pull out anything that we didn't eat. Like if we have leftover rice and like, we're not going to eat it in next week's meal plan or like we're kind of over the soup that's still hanging mm-hmm. out there. I will move it from being in the fridge to like divided portions in super cubes, put them in the freezer to free like freeze. So that's the first one is like the fridge clean out awesome. and to th- it, which leads all, I feel like like you, like yours Sounds like they're kind of like all interconnected. I feel like all of mine are. So like while I'm doing that, I'm also cleaning off. We have a magnetic whiteboard that's on the side of our Mm -hmm. fridge. It's literally like just a sheet magnet that I will like wipe off and I start a list of like, okay, these are the things that need to be used up, which are basic like ingredient, like perishable ingredients and then things that need to be eaten up. So ingredients that are already cooked and we just need to figure out eating through them. And then after I've done that, I meal plan. Actually, I should take a step back because before I meal plan is like this, this is annoying. <laughs> collating, collating our calendars. Oh my God. That is annoying. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Talk to no, us about what this means. I actually looks. find it annoying. I, it's like, the, I'm in a season of com- like, it's so classic, like middle age. Like just complaining. You do not about, sound this middle age. I whatever. call you out. Maybe I'm you have a middle age spirit. I will be thirty. Okay. <laughs> whatever it is, of a woman of a certain age, a person of a certain age, like everything that is practical and that works and that actually makes my life easier is annoying. Like drinking water. Like oh, I have to drink water to feel good. I have to eat vegetables. <laughs> Why? I have to exercise. No, I don't want to do that. So I can't wait to grow calendars. up with you. <laughs> I know. It's going to be great. Collating calendars. 
You, we've talked about this before. My husband is a freelancer. I don't know from week to week what his schedule is going to be like. If you throw in any like kids activities, school activities, like things I want to do either with friends or that are work related. Every, I can think like on Friday night, I can think, oh, next week we don't have that much going on. And by Sunday evening, it can be like very filled up. And I, I do think that it's critical to look at the calendars before we pl- meal plan. I agree with you. I, I have different motivation for cooking when Brian's not here. I'm very much more like get it done. If I don't have the support of like Brian's going to manage the kids, he's going to like be emptying the lunch boxes and like feeding the dogs because he's here as that support person while I cook. If it's me and I have to do all those things and like get everybody in baths and get homework done, like we are doing bare, a bare minimum dinner. It's so funny. I'm like, oh, does Mike ever clean? I don't think Mike has ever cleaned out a lunchbox. Oh. <laughs> Every time he's been in charge of that, which I can probably count on one hand, I'll, I'll like go to pack lunches. I'm like, where's the lunchbox? He's like, oh God, look in there. Oh backpack. Yeah. Dude. But Mike is a very different work. His like his work takes yeah. a very different shape than Brian's. And you that's there's that right. So like when Brian's home, pretty much he's off. Yeah. Unless he's prepping for a job. Yeah. And like he's very you know he doesn't work from home, so he's home. He's available to yeah. us. But one of my goals for the school year is to get my kids in the routine of cleaning out their own lunch boxes. Yes. I don't remember if it was on a recording or just in real life that you were like. Megan Spawn. Yeah, I mean, your kids need to clean out their own thousands. Stop doing that. Okay. So I, I am working on that goal, Stacy. Thank you. I'm working but on something is... similar this summer because my kids aren't in camp and they're older. And I'm like, no, I don't care what no. you're doing. If you haven't cleaned up the kitchen when you've made yourself eggs in the morning, or you've had cereal and there's a cereal bowl in my thing, I will pull you out. Like I don't care. You're talking to your friend. You're on a video game. Nope. Right this second. Pause. And that trained them real fast. Yeah. Because it's annoying. Like, I don't want to get interrupted. I don't want to get interrupted. I'm like, you went, you're at the basketball court. I'm calling you. Get your home. Clean my kitchen sink. I'm not dealing with this. Okay. I feel like this is proof that everything that's annoying is actually helpful. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I hate oh, and it. then and then that extends as the kids get older. Oh, I yeah. didn't put my cereal bowl in the dishwasher because the dishwasher's still clean. Then empty it. Then empty I got it. a text this morning while I was out. We're running out of milk. I just responded back. There's a bodega a block and a half away. <laughs> there you go. That's your answer. So yeah, start them young. Yeah. But I'm glad. Okay. okay, let's get back on track. I'm glad you brought up the yes. calendar thing. I didn't make that explicit because Mike and I have um, in our iCal we each have personal and work calendars. And then there's a family calendar that gets shared across both of ours. And Mike is really good about keeping his calendar straight because if not, like everything spins out of control for his life. Yeah. So I always refer to my calendar before I meal plan. Yes. Okay. So this is an interesting thing, neurodiversity thing, Mm -hmm. because Brian also has an ADHD diagnosis Mm -hmm. that he's had since he was a kid. And I used to get really annoyed that I would have to like tell him multiple times about things that were on the shared calendar, but collating the calendar also includes like verbally saying out loud, totally. like these are the things that are going on. 
we have an essential calendar, which I love, which shows like the, the whole season at one blush that like major events, um, sports schedules, et cetera, go on. But that's also like in our, in the office area. So I manage that. And then when like on a week to week basis, we have a, a magnetic calendar that lives under the whiteboard that we use for meal planning in the kitchen that I try to update on like a week to week basis mm-hmm. because I find one, it doesn't overwhelm Brian. Like if he looks at the whole month and there's like a million things on on the refrigerator and there's a million things on it, he doesn't remember any of them. If he looks and like, it's just that week that he can look at, he's like, okay, I get, there's like a baseball game, you know, we have soccer, whatever it is. I have a job. Like he can, he can see it. It also helps Emmett who like me is a little bit anxious and he's like counting down to things or he's like getting nervous for things. He can be like, okay, how many days of that? Or he's having a hard week at school. He's like, okay, it's Tuesday. So Besides digital calendars, we have two like awesome. in real life calendars. Yes. And that's so I part think of... that's a really great point that people should figure out. Like when we say plan or calendar, like think about what works for your family. There's so many different systems. You know, for Mike, we need to talk it through. Like everything he's really good about up like keeping his digital calendar because he needs it for work and his work yeah. is relentless. But on Sunday, we have to before we go to bed talk out the whole week because once his week starts, he cannot look ahead or it overwhelms him. So mm-hmm. like Tuesday will come and he looks at Tuesday's calendar and he's like, wait, what? Like you're going out with friends. It's like, well, on Sunday we talk about it. And then he's like, okay, it doesn't feel like a surprise to him. Yes. Yes. Interesting. So I know, I know that we went like, we had a couple like side combos here, but I think the thing about, Looking at the calendar before I meal plan helps me know what kind of meals to plan. And that's how collating the calendars actually makes weeknight cooking easier because I'm not overcooking if I know what's on the calendar. Yes. So it's not just what kind of meals you're going to have energy to cook. It's also how many people are you cooking for, which goes back to the food waste and the grocery planning because of budgets and stuff. Yes. Um, okay. And then I meal plan. I felt like excited to hear your back on the meal planning train or like, I don't know, just have an update because the last time we really had like a dedicated episode about meal planning or meal prep was like years in 2018 when we started the podcast. Mm -hmm. Was it 2019? I mean, before the pandemic, it was a long time ago for sure before the pandemic. Um, and I feel like we both have ebbed and flow flowed a lot. Mm -hmm. So Typically I'm right now, maybe like I'll plan like three meals and then I'll just buy a couple of like staple things or check that we have staple things for sort of like back pocket meals for the rest of the week. And knowing that we'll probably like eat leftovers one night and we'll probably eat out one night fills out the calendar for me. So it's really easy to just plan three meals. Okay. So then like do the grocery shop, put everything away. I also, I know I mentioned like moving leftovers to the super cubes. But if I have time and energy on Sunday or Saturday, actually it doesn't really matter what day of the week after grocery shopping, um, I do really love to make broth or beans or some kind of grain. I feel like those that things would, those are on my list too, that I didn't get into too much. So I'm really glad that you brought them up. 
But see how they're like very practical and they're not as tasty as like making pesto. No, listen, I, I do prioritize those tasty things partly because I don't want to be home cooking and like this might change in the winter. So just having a couple of things that are really quick that only take like 10 minutes and keep me excited for the week is where I am now. But either when I have time or energy or it's a rainy weekend or in different seasons when it's cold and we're not spending as much time out. Totally agree. Pre-cooking pasta, which we'll link to. Cooking beans. For me, it's in the Instant Pot. For you, yeah. same. I'm, I Basically, all three of those. I'm like, I'm just going to pull the Instant Pot out yeah. and like do broth or do beans. or. Yeah. I'm doing beans a lot right now because I feel like the grocery thing, yep. we're eating less meat. Yep. And so we're eating more beans and so like a bag of beans, um, the price so compared to cans. So cheap. So, so much less expensive. Yeah. I don't, I didn't, I wasn't explicit about this and this is like another boring thing, but also because we tend to buy meat in bulk for a long time, we were doing moink box mm-hmm. too. Um, when I'm done meal planning, when groceries are put away, I also pull out whatever meat from the freezer that needs to thaw for the week. So smart. I don't know if that counts as one of my five or not, but I also want to shout out, and this is my one fun (laughs) flare. Tell us. I like making a treat on the weekends. Of course you do. That does not make weeknight cooking easier, but having like cookie dough in the freezer or having baked cookies in our microwave, which is where we store things or like uh, an everyday kind of like snacking cake or a loaf of banana bread or whatever. I don't know. It does in some ways make packing lunches easier because I can like throw that in as a tree totally. or like if we have banana bread or muffins or something that can be breakfast, Totally, but it doesn't really make weeknight cooking easier. It just makes my life happier. Which that for does a lot. count for a lot. Um, okay. That's a lot of stuff. I think there's a lot of that's stuff a lot there. Of stuff. So it's a lot of planning, a lot of organizing slash cleaning the kitchen, and then some simple prep, like thinking about whether your thing is flavor boosting or having an easy dessert that's going to make you happy or just saving prepping a little money. Some, saving a little money or just prepping some like staples that you can use to like throw together back pocket meals, like roasting a chicken, roasting vegetables, beans, pre-cooking pasta. It's like, that seems to be, those seem to be the categories. Yeah. And none of them have you in your kitchen all that long. No, no. I remember trying to be a meal prepper and spending like an hour or two hours in the kitchen and being like, I absolutely, this is not sustainable for me. And so doing the essentials really does feel, and it's that thing again, like it gives me a sense of control. Like that I have myself together, that I know what the week is going to be like. So when things go off course or off track, I'm fine. Like I can plan for that. I can plan my work and work my plan. I I also want to share, I love, like I'm the nosy person. Like I love finding people's grocery lists. (laughs) I love hearing about people's routines. So like I'm genuinely super excited to hear from our listeners group and like hear what their five things or three things. Maybe they only do three that are essential or maybe they have like 10. Absolutely. Couldn't agree with you more. So we have to take this to our didn't I just feed you listeners community. 
Y'all, we hope that you've joined us there. If not, you can join for free at didn'tijustfeedyou.com backslash community. Or if you want those bonus episodes, you want access to our recipe archive, any of those goodies, check out our supporting community membership options. And hey, follow us on Instagram where we are at Didn't I Just Feed You. Keep in touch by signing up for our newsletter. A huge thank you to our editor, Samantha Gatsik. I'm Megan. And I'm Stacy. Stay sane and well-fed until next time. Be sure to subscribe to Didn't I Just Feed You wherever you're listening. And don't forget to rate and review.